Insan is weak, and because he's weak, he is prone to slipping. Time to time, it happens that he falls, he slips somewhere. So Allah Taala has kept the door of Toba open, and as long as there is life, there is still a person hasn't reached the pangs of death. The door of Toba is open, but as soon as that moment comes that the pangs of death have set in. Then the door of Toba is closed. This Allah Taala's grace, this is His mercy, that because this insan is weak, Allah Taala has kept the door of Toba open for him. But what becomes very dangerous is when a person becomes bold on sin. One is a person slipped up in something. He became very remorseful, very regretful. He became very perturbed and concerned. Immediately rushed to Toba, cried and. Sought the forgiveness of Allah Taala. The other is a person sins and then doesn't even think anything about it. He's inviting others towards sin also, and he starts feeling proud over the sin that he committed. He might even start boasting about it, that well I got away with this, I did that, and how smart I am. This is an extremely dangerous thing. And what we often are told, and which is from the Quran and Sunnah. That sins this brings the calamities, brings azab. What really is the main thing that brings the azab is this persistent on persistence on sin, and becoming bold on sin, becoming proud over sin. This is what really draws down the azab. The azab that we understand, the azab can come in many ways. People, entire nations were destroyed previously because of their persistence in sin. So the whole nation, the azab came upon them. Not a single person of the people who were involved in those vices and sins got saved. So that's also one form of the azab. And on an individual, the azab can come in many ways, but among the most severe ways, one is, for example, a person, Allah forbid, Allah Taala protect us. Something came, he, all his belongings, everything, family, everything got wiped out. That's also a calamity, but all these things, whatever it might be, nothing can compare to how severe the calamity is if a blockage comes and an obstacle and barrier is placed in a person's path in between him and righteousness and good deeds. That his heart becomes totally turned around. He is no more interested in doing anything good, and he is only interested in vice. And then forget being interested. Azab becomes such sometimes that as much as he might want to, he just cannot get going with anything good. When a person persists in this kind of things, one person, obviously nobody has any idea who the person might be, and is no more anyway around close to us. The person used to have no difficulty waking up for tahajjud salah also, and for a good amount of time this was the case. Everything, mashallah, was carrying on well. And then he got involved in something and carried on getting involved in it. And the situation came to this point that let alone the Hajjud Salah, he now sits for about half an hour to 45 minutes every night, trying to make du'a and istighfar that I must make it for Fajr Salah. Now the conscience is there, that regret is there of whatever happened. But such a barrier has come that he just cannot make it for Fajr Salah. Everybody gets around him to try to wake him out of that bed, 
his eyes only opens after the sunrises. Now this can happen once, it can happen twice, it can happen three times. But after all the efforts, being physically trying to be pulled out of that bed, trying to sleep earlier, sitting half an hour and making uh, dua that I must make it for my Fajr Salah, but just nothing's working out. Now we might attribute it and say, well, this is maybe something else, whatever, there might be some medical issue. But the person himself is convinced that this is nothing but this action that I got involved in and I got deeper and deeper into it and I thought, well, this life will carry on. I didn't bother about it. This is an extremely dangerous thing that this then becomes a barrier. You'll see in all the kitabs and the muhaddithin, the fuqaha, many of them they are com- commencing that kitab talking about the tawfiq of Allah Ta'ala. That this is only with the tawfiq of Allah Ta'ala. And I beg Allah Ta'ala's tawfiq. Because this tawfiq gets taken away, then we can try anything in the world, we won't be able to do what we want to do. It's only with that tawfiq that we can do whatever we aspire to do. That tawfiq comes on the obedience of Allah Ta'ala. And, insan is insan, he can slip, but if he makes sincere tawbah, he begs Allah Ta'ala's forgiveness, the tawfiq inshallah will continue. But he becomes bold on sin, he starts inviting others to get involved in sin, he becomes a barrier to others' goodness. Somebody is trying to do good, they are trying to progress in deen. He is becoming a barrier in their good. This becomes extremely dangerous. And then Allah forbid that tawfiq gets snatched away. Then it's very, very difficult. Then a person's mind doesn't even go towards Tawbah also. And he just keeps persisting in that sin further. Therefore, we should always be making a lot of istighfar of Tawbah, sitting and pondering over our condition, where are we heading to, and we detect something is becoming a problem, we should take advice. Go to somebody, take advice from them. How do I get past this? So that I don't start falling deeper into it and then this becomes a blockage for me. And when that blockage comes sometimes then the mind also doesn't go to try and get any help to try and get advice to try and come out of it. Allah